Yes. Okay, Scott, I wish you could have heard the vamping. It was a good session that I just had. I, I gave a lot of good analytics. I really think you would have enjoyed it as I kind of prep people for your appearance today. Hey, we just walked out of staff meeting. We trying to get another win tomorrow. All right, we try to get another win. So here's what we got, Mosley. For you, we will stop any staff meeting because you, my friend, you bring the thunder and the energy to the Bears. We're going to give you a lot to cheer for tomorrow. We're going to play extremely hard, and hopefully we make some shots. How does that sound? I like it. I want you to get on the mic tomorrow night and like maybe say something before the game. I could see I could see you doing something like that. Dude, we we do need some we got to have some energy in that building and get it rolling. Now we don't have to be well, as mean as the Mountaineers. I mean that was some that was some nastiness the other night even <laughs> Yeah, the students are coming back and and as you know the Mountaineers had the students there and that brings that brings a different uh, uh, element. 18 to 22 year olds can get uh, uh, really rowdy and excited in games, and um, so we will have more of a student uh, turnout tomorrow. So excited about that! How do you feel like Jalen Bridges handled that environment? That's tough. He's got his family there, got some great yeah. support from them, and and boy, that whole place really turned on him. And I hated it, but yet I got to say, I like he was so classy. And, and kind of kept a smile on his face. Like, it, that has to be tough for, for a, a program and people that you love uh, to, to have that kind of environment. How did you kind of try to make sure he kept his head straight during all of that? Because that's a lot for anybody to endure. Well, well first and foremost, uh, his family and, and, and Jalen did a great job. Uh, with that, they knew um, he was going to get booed. He, they knew, he knew that there, he was going to face some uh, 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 some animosity. But uh, he really uh, was amazing throughout the game. And then his press conference, um, as he said, uh, West Virginia students are always going to pick a, a student to boo or a player to boo during the game. And he knew it was going to be him. And uh, it's a great environment. They have uh, a great student section. Um, and and he just uh, uh, thanked all the West Virginia people for what um, they've helped. And, and I talked about it, too. I mean, Coach Huggins has helped make him the player he is today. So uh, um, I know he has a lot of good memories and good thoughts uh, uh, for everyone there. Um, but at the same time, uh, uh, credit Jalen for staying focused on the game, his family member for knowing, knowing it's going to be tough and he had to be locked in. And then our, our players did a great job in uh, uh, being there to support him because it is emotional when you go back and you, and you face that, you face old teammates. All right, I got excited about Keontae George. I mean, that is as gifted a freshman scorer as has ever been at Baylor. And people get on me and say, what about Vinny? What about Terry? No, 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 no. Some of those guys came from JUCO. Terry averaged like 10 to 13 points his freshman year. This is a different caliber of scorer right now. I mean, this is amazing what we're watching. Uh, that has to be thrilling for you to see, even with all the expectations, him to play that calmly and, and to kind of slow things down. I mean, I, I, as you said the other night, those were not bad. You know, he wasn't forcing things. Like, he just kept yeah. getting everything he wanted, I, I would think that had to be a, a, a wonderful sign for, for you and the coaching yeah. staff. Well, and, and I think his teammates have done a great job in helping him get open 
and he's done a great job in uh, recognizing quality shots and letting the game come to him, not forcing things, and then also doing a great job getting into the paint, getting to the free throw line um, because he is so effective at finishing and getting uh, uh, his teammates uh, 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 easy scoring opportunities by his penetration. Uh, the game's slowing down for him. He's maturing, and and one thing uh, you can add to your argument, he's doing it in the toughest league in the in the country and he's doing it against 23 24 year olds because before uh the covid extra year um people played four years of college ball that was it now you got people in college six years playing five years so i use it uh, all the time it's like a 13 year old beating an 18 year old i said Keontae, there's no 13 year old coming in here beating you so um he's really doing a great job as is langston and josh um, playing against older guys and uh, our older guys are doing a good job in uh, passing on uh, wisdom and helping them along the way and uh, we're going to need a lot more uh, performances uh, like that and his defense is focused and key key on him more no pun intended uh, but that'll give him opportunities to uh, get more assists as well because we have scores and uh, uh, any score that gets a good look any shooter gets a good look their percentages go way up so it's someone creating those looks for them. What about that end of half, though? I don't know exactly if that's how you drew it up. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's players making plays there. But, but, but I can tell you it's a lot easier to make a shot like that at the end of the half after you've made yeah. a bunch of buckets. If you're over, it's really hard to hit a difficult shot. But when you're going, that's when, that's when people use that term heat check. But you've got to get going to have that heat check. What were Keontae and Ojan Una doing the other night? Uh, and – were you kind of okay with that? I mean, Keontae was showing some leadership, but, boy, he yeah. barked at his teammate, and the teammate yeah. obviously barked back at him. Is that just kind of heat-of-the-moment stuff? What do you – when everybody calms down, do you address that later on and go, okay, guys, maybe not best to do it out there? What, what was your takeaway on that? Well, um, at the end of the day, uh, uh, Josh ran the play wrong. He told him he ran it wrong, and it's a real loud environment. If you're not loud, people can't hear you. So um, if, if no one was no one was no one was loud in that arena. I'm sure he could have done it in a lot easier tone. But um, it, 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 uh, that's where uh, um, basketball is an intense game, and you want players to uh, uh, encourage one another, help one another, and sometimes you got to get on one another. And as long as it's done in the right way, and it's not demeaning, and it's not done uh, to embarrass, but it's done to help. And Keontae and Josh are really tight. They love one another. So um, sometimes uh, for all of us that have brothers out there, um, we can we can get on our own brother, but nobody else better. Are you saying you and Bryce may have had some scraps at some point? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have any footage of that. Uh, talking to Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What about uh, Oklahoma State? Um, number two in the Big 12 of defense, top ten in the country in defense. Boy, they've been like y'all, lots of one-possession, close games, have had some tough losses. What What has been so effective about that defense i mean i think about their past teams they're always athletic they're always long but what is uh why have they been so uh efficient and, and good on on defense this season um first of all it starts always with personnel and um they, they have an experienced team and they have a lot of size and athleticism um great shot blockers inside i think it's uh third in the country in block shot percentage 
Um, so, I mean, and one of the best two-point uh, field goal percent defenses in the country. So they make it really hard to get easy buckets in the paint. And uh, uh, when you have the reigning uh, co-defensive player of the year back anchoring the defense, that's that's a good way to start. And then Boone gives them uh, a great length uh, as well. And another shot blocker, it's and, and uh, um, Smith does well. I mean, like I just name on probably four or five guys that um, because of size, strength, athleticism, really give a great presence uh, in the paint. And so now it means that uh, uh, you got to be smart in there. If you can't get to the rim and get it easy, you got to you got to make sure you get people open shots uh, because block shots lead to runouts and they're very quick in transition. Uh, Avery Anderson's one of the fastest guards in the country uh, in line, in line. And again, a lot of experience. You like these high scoring games or does it make you queasy? These like 88, 87, you know, 98, whatever. I mean, when you get into the nineties, these are fun for fans and fun to watch. Now there were too many fouls in that game the other night called, but these high scoring affairs that you've been in, are you kind of like, is it kind of good, good, you know, good thing it's on one, uh, one side and maybe bad on the other? Well, I think uh, uh, if it's high and we win, I'm good with it. If it's low and we win, I'm good with it. If it's okay. a loss, it really doesn't work. So um, <laughs> you're, you're going you're gonna to be happy with one thing. If it's a high-scoring game, your offense is good. If it's a low-scoring game, your offense is bad probably or inefficient. And if you're mm-hmm. it, it, defensively, it's the same thing. So um, it just <laughs> that's where the win really matters most. Um, and then everything's broken down in, in points per possession. Some teams you play are slower-paced teams, so you're not going to have a chance to uh, score 80 or 90. But are you efficient with the number of plays that you get? And our offense has uh, uh, been top 25 most of the year, top 10 most of the year. Um, I think we're second or third in the Big 12 right now in Big 12 that so um uh our defense is improving and uh sometimes with 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 young teams and and again if you look at the ken palm analytics we're like 224 i think kansas is 243 texas tech i think is 190 everybody else is in um uh, uh under 100 so some of them are in the 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 I think Iowa State, K-State, someone else are in the top 15 as far as experience back or top 20 as experience back. And where that where that's important is at the end of the day, um, transition defense, scouting report defense, uh, defensive schemes are so much more complex in college. And um, for all of us that take foreign language, you're probably better Spanish four than you are Spanish one. And when you get to Spanish four, you know what you're doing. And that's the same thing in college athletics. We're playing more freshman minutes in the big 12 than anyone else, Josh Langston and Keontae. So when you have freshmen, uh, there's an adjustment on the offensive end, but there's also an adjustment on the defensive end. We're improving. We're getting better. That means we have a high ceiling, but at the same time, you have more growing pains. Now you played. Uh, you started playing a little bit of zone. What was your thought? You, we will you know, play you... whatever it takes to get a win. <laughs> sometimes, if you're if you're if you don't have a fastball that's working, you better have a slider, a curve, a knuckler, something. All right. Well, it was uh, it was a sight for sore eyes. I kind of it was kind of fun to see it. It brought back 
some memories, and, and I guess the hard part is, isn't it, is blocking out out of it. I mean, there are pros and cons of it, but uh, I do think sometimes it can throw the opposing team off if, they're, if they've only prepared for one thing, if you throw the zone at them. And, 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 and most teams all have a second defense, just like you have more than one offensive play. Um, in, and with us, um, I mean, we've been so blessed with uh, a great man-to-man, we really haven't had to have uh, a second defense um, to use. Or we've had change-ups and, and showed some zone. In fact, uh, the zone won us uh, uh, when we were at Oklahoma, um, helped us win that game uh what was it two years ago um so uh the zone helped us beat uh villanova uh, the first time in myrtle beach so um you always want to have uh, uh options to go to all right and have the players remained pretty calm i mean you've got to set the stage you you're, you start zero and three completely uncharacteristic for your program and your team how do you what what did you do to kind of just make sure hey guys this is not the end of the world we've got you know We've got all this time left. What did you kind of do to make sure they didn't put, you know, start to crater or put too much pressure on themselves? Well, the great thing is uh, uh, it's all about your foundation. And uh, spiritually, we had some great uh, uh, chapel services, devotionals. And um, if you got a good base, you can go from there. And uh, in this league, uh, I mean, we won a couple close games. We lost a couple close games. Uh, you win Gonzaga, you win UCLA, uh, you win West Virginia, and you lose TCU and Kansas State. So if you're in close games, it's going to go half and half probably. Um, if you're lucky, 70-30, 60-40. So uh, in this league, every it's the first time you've had one through ten all NCAA tournament teams. And when you're all NCAA tournament teams, we're not talking uh, the at-large team that, that's that, that that's not very good. You're talking, or from a lower conference that um, is happy to be there. You're talking at-large teams or teams that anybody can beat anybody, just like UCLA when they went to um, uh, the Final Four the year that we won it all. Um, so you got to be ready to go each and every night. you got to do everything you can just to give yourself a chance. But there's going to be more losses in this league this year um, than other years just because we don't have uh, – uh, it's always top to bottom been the best league. But now the bottom is in the middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well – Listen, it was fun to get to talk to you. By the way, I love seeing Cryer get more involved the other night. Was that a point of emphasis? Uh, you know, he was a little rusty coming back from a concussion protocol. Uh, the game against K-State really didn't seem like himself. How big a point of emphasis was that in the first half? Hey, let's run some plays for Cryer and kind of get him going a little bit. Well, I, I know in each and every game we try to get our guys uh, good looks, easy looks, and uh, some games it's easier than others. But uh, uh, definitely for us to be uh, the best that we can be, we need uh, uh, LJ having opportunities to score, and that's something that we, we try to do each and every game. Coming back from uh, injuries always uh, takes a little time to blend because uh, if you don't get practice time, you don't just show up in the game and have it everything click. And, and at the same time, uh, sometimes defensively, uh, as you know from football, I mean, if they're putting eight in the box, you might not be running as much as you normally do, you know. And, and depending on what, what each team does defensively, some games, uh, some people, it's harder for them to get shots. But the good thing is if you're a good player, you're able to create other ways. And uh, we, we got guards that if they if they can get other people's shots, um, 
that's what good guards do, and we have good guards. So if, if LJ has a game of four points and has uh, uh, five rebounds, uh, six assists, and three steals, that's helping us win just as much as 15 points and then not having those. So uh, I think that we're blessed. we got guards that are more than just uh, one-dimensional. They can help in a variety of things. And as LJ, uh, uh, he's done a great job uh, in getting to the paint and scoring this year, getting uh, uh, easier buckets, and, and that's helped our offense. And uh, I, I see him doing more and more of that as the year goes on, too. Yeah. Thank you for using football terms for me, okay? You know that's helpful. I, I try to mix it up. I knew the baseball you weren't vibing with, so I went to the football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with baseball, too. Did anybody say anything interesting in the staff meeting today? Was there any Was there any good Bible verses or anything that came up that uh, that you yeah, could they, credit they somebody? Said, they said make sure, make sure Mosley's good because – at the end of the day, he's our best fan out there. So um, <laughs> we appreciate all you do for us. <laughs> all right, Scott. Hey, good luck uh, tomorrow. We'll be there, and uh, it'll be very exciting as y'all get this thing rolling. Appreciate you doing this. Hey, appreciate you. Have a, have a blessed day. Thank you, and see you tomorrow. There he goes. Scott Drew, Baylor head uh, men's basketball coach, joining the uh, the Matt Mosley Show. All right, we've got big things coming up. Um, got got a few breaking news items. Want to talk a little bit about this uh, this Tampa Bay game uh, coming up with the uh, Cowboys going to play Tom Brady. What where I think this thing's headed? What it could mean for Mike McCarthy? And then keep in mind we've got at five twenty. Uh, we are going to have uh, Mac Rhodes, Baylor director of athletics. It's all coming up next. Everyone with today's Cowboys playoff report, I'm Christy Scales. The biggest young defensive star in the league, Micah Parsons, talks about going against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks in Monday night's playoff game right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable.